T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. B. Mitch and Finley, 106.7, the fan. Uh, our guy Sam Fortier from the Washington Post, we're hoping, can join us. He is on Jalen Carter duty for the Post. Um, there has been a report from, I'm not sure who it is, that Carter actually left last night. If you're unaware of the news, the uh, one of the top prospects in this year's NFL draft, just an absolute stud NFL DT out of University of Georgia, um, a, a guy that there was a lot of excitement about possibly being the number one overall pick. Uh, the Athens, Georgia Police Department put out an arrest warrant for him this morning, about 20 minutes before he was set to address the media at the NFL Combine. And they basically have, have said that he was involved in the reckless driving case that cost a Georgia football player and a Georgia staffer their lives um, last month. I... It, it, the story's awful, and you hope it's not true. Um, certainly condolences, most importantly, to the, the the people and their families that lost their lives. But it's hard to wonder why this news just came out this morning. It, yeah. The timing is, is pretty awful. Um, Jalen Carter's scheduled to talk at 1030, has not made it to the podium yet. I'd be stunned. If he left if last he night, he ain't going to be there. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we haven't heard anything yet. But uh, if I was this kid, if I was this kid's parents, if I was this kid's lawyer or agent, hell no, you're not talking today. No. I, I would uh, – Go I'd home and, and answer questions. I mean, that's the whole thing about it because let's be real. If they were racing, two people racing. Right. And if someone lost control, you're going to blame him for that? So, I mean, you, you need to go answer the questions and, and talk. Say what you know. Sure. I, I would uh, meet with my lawyers first and, and lock in exactly what I'm going to say. Um, yeah. But I, I just, to me, it's the timing aspect of this. You're, you're trying to get maximum eyeballs. This isn't about, uh, unless just some, some evidence happened to arrive last night, I just find it very hard to believe that this isn't on some level grandstanding by a police department or politicians or something. JP, um, media and police departments are no longer what they used to be. Everybody cares about eyeballs and, and hits and likes and Twitter and this, that, and the other. That, that's just what the world is now. It's not about let's get the stories out and let's uh, report things in a proper way. It's about how big you make yourself. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're not wrong. Everybody wants to get that influencer status. So I, um, I wanted to talk a couple things Eagles real quick, if, if Landfill will allow us to. Um, Obviously, the Eagles. 
I bet. Um, I want to say one good thing about a person I haven't said a lot of good things about. Um, Nick Sirianni is clearly a good coach. The Eagles head coach has been there two years. His first year, they made it to the wild card unexpectedly. His second season, that team was really a, a, a juggernaut. A juggernaut. I mean, they were great, and they made it to the Super Bowl. They lost in the Super Bowl. Um, and I've said plenty of things. I, I, I don't think you can question Nick Sirianni, the coach, at least through two seasons. They, they've done a lot of things right and put a lot of players in position to succeed. And even though I think he was fake crying during the national anthem at the Super Bowl, um, and I think wearing, like, the Philly, yesterday he was wearing Phillies gear. And the thing that really bothers me about him is the unnecessary cheap shots he took at Art Monk and Daryl Green. That I won't give up. But I did think it was worth pointing out something I saw yesterday as I have taken plenty of shots at him. Um, and, and that is that yesterday Sirianni was sitting down. He did a lot of media, and he sat down with a, a young man in a wheelchair that there's no way that was a required media session. And apparently this, it was a young boy that's a huge Eagles fan. And uh, I just thought that was a really classy move. So I wanted to publicly tell that story about Nick Sirianni, Landfill. I hope you're happy. I'm always happy. Nick Sirianni is great. Um, all right, I want to switch gears. Our I guy still don't Sam think he Ford. was fake crying, JP. Well, I do. Dude, um, our- you, you, I wish one day you had a, something where they're putting you, you – you're at the highest ranking of your business in, in, in writing, and I wish you cried. I'm going to say you just like you like Nick Sirianni. You're faking <laughs> um, maybe not. Maybe you're right, B. Uh, right now, though, we're excited to be joined by our guy Sam Fortier from the Washington Post. Sammy, I know you were on Jalen Carter duty over there at the podium. What'd you learn? Is it official? He's not coming. Where are we at? Yeah, uh, NFL comms official Mike Senora came over and he said, you know, there are six players that are still in medical uh, that will not be speaking to the media today. We asked, is Jalen Carter one of those six? He said yes, but he's not going to be speaking to to the media. Um, I assume I, – I don't want to assume anything here. The, the By far the most important thing is justice and and understanding for the two people that lost their lives in this. But for, for this news to come out about Jalen Carter this morning, about 20 minutes before he's scheduled to speak to the media – the timing seems seems awfully awfully coincidental. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean the scrum of reporters that were standing over there waiting, you know, for about a half hour before Senora came out kind of somebody compared this to the Laramie Tunsil bong mask draft night situation and to me, I mean, it, that's nah, a tough comparison because there are, there are two dude. people that lost their lives exactly yeah. and I, I don't think that's necessarily fair, but I mean in terms of someone about to, to get up and speak to people and, and you know, them being already um, the topic of conversation, you know, being a top pick, and then for that to happen, it's, uh, you know, it, I don't know if I've ever been a part of anything like that. Yeah, it, I mean, so I was here kind of early. I watched Will Anderson talk, the Bama kid that there's so much excitement about, and really the debate was kind of Will Anderson or Jalen Carter as the top defensive player off the board. There's been some, some talk around Tyree Wilson. Now you have to wonder what the hell's going to happen going forward and um, – it's just a, uh, a, a tough – we don't know enough, so you don't want to speculate too much. But, but man, that's just a, a bad situation all around. Yeah. Um, Sammy, let's get to another bad situation all around. Um, 
what what your organ, what the Post has been reporting, what ESPN reported yesterday. I mean, there's there's almost like two distinct avenues in the sales stuff. Um, what do you make of perhaps the last 48 hours surrounding Dan Snyder, the indemnity requests, and then the secret $55 million loan? Yeah, I'll, I'll let my colleagues, Nikki Javala, Mark Maskey, people who have been running point on that, kind of speak on the specifics of the indemnity request and, and some of the bank uh, fraud allegations and, and some of that stuff that's been coming out. Um, but to me, I mean, this sort of sets up a, a, a frenetic push into owners' meetings at the end of this month, right? Like uh, the, the sales stuff timeline, I think that's always very challenging to figure out, especially when, uh, you know, you have – you know two parties here who who aren't incentivized uh you know to be to be issuing timelines publicly but to me it's it's just another twist and turn right like this is it was never going to go any way but this right Eh. totally Totally. i mean just just totally um let's try to get to some football it's hard to do between the commanders and everything going on with carter this morning but let's try to get to some football ron now has talked about two months. I mean, really since the season ended is when he first mentioned Howell as the guy for next year. And then this week he's kind of weirdly backing off that, but not really saying he's not the starter, but he is QB1. And, and what do you make of the conversation surrounding Howell and the commander's quarterback situation? It's hedging. It's doublespeak. It's trying to have it both ways. And, and maybe it's because you don't feel internally like – you're ready to commit to Howell depending on what the situation is. But, and I'm not saying that's disingenuous. I'm just saying, like, there has been inconsistent messaging on this the entire time. I don't know how you say someone's not your starter, but he's QB1. I, I get you want to compete. I get you want to go out and get a veteran um, and have a competition, uh, particularly because I think the, the last two years that you've tried to go get somebody, it, it hasn't worked out. And, and the year before that, when, when you came in and, and you had a guy that you had to test out, um, and you couldn't go get someone over him, that's another situation. So to me, it's it's that they don't know. You know, like if they go out and get a, a veteran who they feel confident in, could he start over Sam Howell? Sure. I think ultimately this is like the Deron Payne franchise tag. This is everything that I am hearing from Ron Rivera is that, you know, we are going to do whatever it takes to maximize the number of wins this year because with a new owner, you know, who knows what could happen. So whatever that situation is, I think that's what they'll do. Could it be as simple as this? Ryan made that statement, then he hired an offensive coordinator. And he sat down with that coordinator and said, look, Coach, uh, we need to backtrack that little statement about he's quarterback one already. I I like the kid. We went through him, but I don't know if he's ready to handle everything I got in store for him or something like that. Yeah, I think that's possible. But at the same time, if you go back to Ron's press conference the Monday after the season finale, he wasn't ready to anoint Sam. You know, he was saying, oh, you know, we, we like him. We'll see. We're still going to explore other options in, uh, in, in you know, the offseason. And then when you come back about a week later for his end-of-season presser, kind of setting up the offseason, then he says, oh, we think Sam's the guy. He could be QB1. It's his job to lose. And so to me, you know, what sort of happened between that week uh, where he then, you know, kind of comes out more forcefully endorses him? So here's the other part of this is I, I get wanting to kind of keep your options open. And I don't know that you agree with me, but Brian and I are in the camp. I'm not expecting a, a whole bunch of free agent activity from this organization. I, I, I mean, Derek Carr is going to be way out of the realm of possibility for what that's going to cost. And then you go down the options of, of the quarterbacks that are available. 
I think they'd like Garoppolo, but that price tag may get to be too high. I don't know that there's somebody that will come in that will look like a definitive starter over Howell. You know, I mean, if you sign Mariota or, or Tyrod, or, or yeah, right. Like, I mean, you'd like to think Howell can beat those guys out. Yeah, and if he can't, then that's, you know, an indictment on, on you know, what you have set up and the, the structure you have going forward. I absolutely believe that. That's why, that's why I'm saying, like, I think that it's all about maximizing wins for this year. They don't have that formula yet. They don't have the answers. But, like, when they get to camp, you know, whoever it is, like, if Andy Dalton comes in and is, they think, a better solution, and I'm not saying, like, that would obviously be, you know, not ideal for them. But if that's the solution, I think that's what they're going to ride with because I think they need the most number of wins from this staff uh, as possible. And I think it's March first. Why do we have to say who the starter is today? Well, I think that's why they've been saying QB one. Yeah, because he's the only QB on the roster, and and that's it. Because I just think ultimately, I made the comment last year, and I'm going to make it again. Sometimes coach just talks too much. If he says less, then he don't have all these questions coming at him. I, I think that honestly goes back to the run first philosophy too. I know that exactly. You know, I, asked, I asked him about it yesterday, and he said, "Oh well, you know, it was two to one ratio. That that didn't mean that." But before Martin Mayhew said we want to be two to one run, Ron was saying earlier in that presser, "We want to be run first. Right. And so it, it so to me, it's like he said it during the season. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe we know he went to Scott Turner and told him to do that. Right. <laughs> so, like, I, I some of this isn't a surprise. And, and B, you're right. You know what? I thought Ron handled really well yesterday was, um, I don't know who the reporter was. This is when we were at the podium for Ron. Mm. And some dude from the back row yelled out, hey, can you comment on the Dan Snyder story? And Ron was like, what story? He's like, the new one. And Ron's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm here to find football players. There's a version of that answer with how, with all this stuff that is, yeah, Sam's the current quarterback on our roster. We're really excited about him. You know what I mean? Like, you could – there, you, I get – go back to the Fitzpatrick season when they had gotten the deal done with Heineke, but it was very obvious that Fitz was going to be their starter, and he refused to say it. Just Fitz is going to be our starter, and we'll see what happens. I mean, anybody – we were at OTAs. We were at camp. Not to mention the dollar figures speak volumes in the NFL, and Fitz was making 10, and Taylor was making about one. That's going to be the starter, man. Like Some of this doesn't have to be quite so complicated all the time, I would say. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it goes back to the, the Curtis Samuel situation as well. I think, you know, when Ron wants to put the player, you know, if a player wants something, Ron will try to give it to him, but sometimes that forces you to put yourself in knots publicly as well. Right. Uh, let's switch to the draft because that's what the combine is at least nominally about. Um, it seems like it's going to be a tackle or a corner. Is there is there a prospect you really like? Is, do you think one of these top tackles makes it to 16 or are you rolling the dice a little bit more with the kid out of Georgia? What do you think? Yeah, there are some prospects. I, like. I think they could go – I think maybe they go guard too. I, I think tackle is likely or obviously premium position in the first round. But the, the Illinois kid, Devin Witherspoon, if he fell, I think that would be huge for them. I know Joey Porter Jr. has been, has been talked about. I mean, obviously, I think it's, it's too early to tell. Right now, and I think this with, with all mock drafts, right? Like, I, I have a hard time putting any stock in a mock draft before free agency happens. Because w- what if you go out and you get a deal you didn't you didn't expect, and, and you you know you end up liking, and you get a tackle, or you know you go get a center, or you go get you know that changes totally your approach to the draft. So, uh, I know we don't expect them to do a ton in free agency, but uh, I think it's probably too early to start zeroing in on prospects. Any positions you think 
based off of your uh, assessment that they should be looking at more than others? Yeah, I think I think corner at the top of the draft is, is super strong. Um, and I, I actually went down to, to Exos in, in Frisco uh, for a story I'm working on and got to talk to Witherspoon for a little bit. He seems like a real impressive kid. Um, that's he, the Illinois kid? Yeah, that's the yeah. Illinois kid. Um, I, it seems like there's like four corners that all get talked about there. Yeah. There's Joey Porter out of Penn State. Um, Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. Right. And is there's, I, I thought there was one more. It, it's, when you get to that level of corner, they're all going to be bunched up right there. Is the positional value of tackle worth reaching there? Yeah, I, if you think, like, if he is a guy that you say, okay, he steps in, uh, Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Uh, if, if um, you know, if he's a guy that you say, hey, from day one, he's our starting right tackle, and we have tremendous confidence he'll be in a huge upgrade over Sam Cosby. We slide Sam Cosby into inside the guard, and you have that st- like stabilized. I think that is worth it. Um, what do you think of the kid, Broderick Jones, the big? raw kid from from georgia i i haven't gotten to watch him a ton i know he's he's been you know there's been a lot of buzz but i haven't gotten to dig super deep in him yet gotcha i think for me even with the release of bobby mccain i feel like you can you have more jigsaw pieces in the secondary with the young safeties they have and if you get st juice back fully healthy and what you have from butler i just think the line really needs more And, and you mentioned something that all signs are pointing towards Rivera needing to win this year. And, and it's understandable because there's more likely than not going to be an ownership change. And if, if you're making all these moves for this year, what helps you more this year? I'm not sure the answer, but if you get a right tackle, or if, say you get a tackle that you think can play right for you this year and maybe a year from now can play left for you, and you can bump Cosme inside and that alleviates a need at guard, then at least it seems like they trust Norwell and Leno on the left side. Then you – have to address center and free agency, but maybe you could rebuild that line with one move if it's the right guy. I, I don't know about one move. I think I'm skeptical of that, especially like even including Norwell. Like I, th- I think you gotta like, I, yeah, <laughs> you gotta <laughs> change some stuff. And Chris Paul, you know, I think he played all right in, in that uh, in the last week of the season. So maybe he's your left guard. But regardless, like to me, it's it's about the prospect. I, I, it's the position for sure. But Last year, I mean, the only non-senior, non-redshirt senior that they picked was Sam Howell. So I think that it depends, you know, okay, we like this guy's talent, but is he ready to go right away? Yeah. Um, I I do want to talk about some of Ron's comments about specific players and restructures and all that from yesterday. Can you stick around? You have stuff to do. If you have to run, you have to run. That's fine. I got got one more of me. Okay. Let's, um, Let's do this, B. Quick break. We're gonna we're gonna keep Sammy here. I want to talk. I want to start the conversation around Logan Thomas, and then see what, if any, restructures or potential cuts we still see coming. We know they've released Carson Wentz. We know they've released Bobby McCain. But I'd be hard pressed if they're done. So we're gonna dig into what other moves might be coming before league year opens on March fifteenth. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mitch Finley. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You mentioned Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Make sure you're following along on social media. Follow the show at B. Mitch and Finley, even though we're unaware of who posts on it. Um, you can follow me at J.B. Finley NBCS. You can follow Brian Mitchell, Brian Mitchell, at B. Mitch 30 on Instagram or B. Mitch Live NBCS on Twitter. Um, B, y- y- one, thing, one thing that's interesting as the, the quarterback battle is, is kind of unloading here, I think it's fair to say Ron is kind of hedging his bets because who knows what might land in their lap. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he's also been relatively clear with Hal has a chance to be QB1. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think we've heard him contradict himself plenty, but I don't think he's done that yet. I think he's trying to just kind of leave his options open. Uh, that's possible, but I mean – you don't have to say anything. He just say he's gonna um, be in the mix. The QB one right. and all that stuff. You just that's, that's false information to people. Or right, they gonna take that information and go with it. You know, wh- who, who, what's your plan for the quarterback? We have a plan. We're working on it. And how will be a part of that uh, competition? That's it. It's just that you just have to say less, man. That's all it is. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you there. Um, one one player of note I thought was pretty interesting yesterday, and I, wa- I want to say it was Standing that said it, and I know we ran the interview with um, Ron yesterday. He got asked about the tight end position, and I think it was a fairly generic ask, and Ron openly kind of talked about Logan Thomas. And I think Logan is really, really good in the – Locker room. He's he's the leader type, and he's he's both the kind of guy that will challenge others, but also leads by example. Um, 
and, and you can't help but think about the year he had in 2020 where he went for almost 700 yards with six touchdowns was a big, big part of that offense down the stretch when they made that late playoff run. Um, then he's dealt with the knee injury the last two years, and it just hasn't looked the same. He's got a fairly big number coming up here for a tight end that had, you know, 350 yards last season. Um, but, Brian, in, in, in Ron's comments yesterday, I thought it was pretty interesting that he almost immediately kind of went to – I don't – defend is the wrong word, but he absolutely made it seem like Logan was a part of this plan going forward. Mm-hmm. And – I found that interesting on on kind of two levels. Um, one is is just that they want to keep him around, which I, I kind of understand. Uh-huh. Um, and two that he knows that it's kind of a, a possibility um, for that that. that that's going to be a discussion point. I don't think he brought him up on accident. And, and let's look at the, the facts here. Um, Logan has a cap number of almost 9 mil with a zero guaranteed salary. Um, if you cut him, it, you can clear about 2 mil. If you cut him with a post-June 1 designation, you could clear, I mean, almost 5. So those are real numbers when you're talking about a 32-year-old tight end. Were you surprised how quickly Ron – made it seem like, no, we're really happy with our tight end situation. And, and some of that is Cole Turner, Armani Rogers, and John Bates. I think they're quite happy with those three and Logan Thomas on top of it, knowing this is a, a pretty strong tight end class. I just know that Ron should stop being so concerned about what people are trying to ask or trying to think and answer your, 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 your answer, answer your question, the question that asked you in a business mindset. You know what? When a guy gets a little old and he's not producing to the level of his contract, they normally act, are asked to take a cut or they get released. Okay? Uh, we also know that Eric Benjamin is coming from an offense where they utilize the tight end very, very much. So you know those questions are coming. So you don't have to defend every player. Just like you can't brag on players, stop defending them. You know? So let it's, me... it's, 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 just, it's certain people what he does that for. And others he don't. So it's not just who he is. He just sees certain situations where he has to be a certain way. So let me ask you a question, and not to get conspiratorial here, but if you look at, and we've talked about this repeatedly now, if you look at some of the highest cap numbers on this team, on the commanders, uh-huh. There, there is space if you wanted to make some moves. Now they've already released Carson Wentz, so I mean, just a, a firm update now is their their cap space has jumped up. So for a very brief period, their cap space jumped up over thirty million. Then they gave Deron Payne the franchise tag, so you have to assume that's an automatic nineteen mil on your cap because that's fully guaranteed one year deal. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll reach a long-term deal with Payne. I don't see it happening. Maybe they'll reach a, a trade. You know, maybe Atlanta or Chicago is going to make a big offer at Payne. And if that happens, then the 19 mil comes off the books and they get some draft picks. I I, I don't see much of that happening because I think Ron, much like last year, is in win-now mode. And you know what helps you? Deron Payne. Yep. Deron freaking Payne helps you win games. So – 
if you look at if you look at their cap, John Allen, you're not cutting. You're not cutting for a hundred different reasons. Mm-hmm. Even though he has no guaranteed money, but he's your best defensive player, and you just got a deal done, and he's one of the few kind of franchise cornerstones. Deron Payne, you cannot cut. You know what would happen if you try to cut Payne? You take a nineteen million dollar cap hit. <laughs> so, good luck with that. Um, Curtis Samuel is an interesting one. Charles Leno is an interesting one. Chase Ruye, I would expect something to get done there. You can argue Kendall Fuller is an interesting one, but after releasing Bobby McCain, I have a hard time thinking they're going to release Fuller as well. Um, Sweat, you're not touching. McLaurin, you're not touching. Chase Young, you're not touching. Then you get to Logan Thomas, Andrew Norwell, Cornelius Lucas. There's some interesting people there. But, B, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. If I believe this team isn't going to be aggressive in free agency, and you believe this team isn't going to be aggressive in free agency, and you combine that with the fact that we both believe Ron is trying to win games now in an effort to look good to new ownership, and maybe he's trying to win games now because he's a football coach and that's what they all want to do. That's what they do. But some of them, especially if you're the coach and the GM, might try to take a broader outlook. I don't think we're expecting that in Washington. Mm -hmm. If they know... There's no money to spend. Maybe they don't want to cut anybody because they have no idea what they'll get on the back end. Or maybe they need. Maybe they will cut certain people because they feel they can get something a little better or there's somebody a little hungrier. See, the thing about it, when you start getting some veteran players at a certain level and they're not producing at the contract level anymore, it's when you move and you try to get a younger person that's not making that type of money that wants to make it. And, and like, I, like I've always said, when your people on your team are not exceptional athletes, it's not hard to get them to want to do more. Exceptional athletes is hard to get them because they think they know it all already. So maybe they want to try and get some hungrier, younger people or hungrier, more veteran people at a cheaper price to where maybe they can make a run or two at certain people if they get some a certain amount of money back. Asked Ron yesterday, <laughs> the phrase that stood out to me was fair deals. Um, you don't hear a lot of players and agents walking around talking about fair deals, do you, nope, B? not at all. I, uh, players are trying to get what they can while they can, because guess what? That's exactly what the team is doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, coming up at noon, it is a mock draft Wednesday. The mock drafts are going to get all sorts of screwy as this Jalen Carter thing unfolds. Nobody knows what's going to happen at quarterback. We're going to dive in. Do not go anywhere. It's B. Mitch and Finley. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Right now, I, uh, I, I'll i be honest, I kind of stalked somebody here at Radio Row in Indianapolis. Um, I saw Joey Molinaro. Hey, that's criminal. I don't stalk people. <laughs> well, maybe it wasn't stalking. <laughs> I just kind of watched him. Is it, is it legal to watch people? You can um, watch him, don't stalk him. 
Joey has a huge social media presence and has really, correct me if I'm wrong, it's your impressions that have kind of broken you into the, the mainstream. And I kind of wrangled them over to our table for a second. How you doing, dude? Yeah, I'm good, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, you wouldn't be wrong. That's kind of as a media guy yourself. And you just had a young fellow over here asking you for some advice. And you were like, yeah, you just kind of bust it. And that's what, I, that's what I was doing. I was like, hey, how do I break my way through this massive – career where everybody wants to you know who, wants, who doesn't want to sit there and talk about football or like right. be on the radio or whatever right. and so i was like i need to do that and so i started doing that and that's like kind of what you know got me through a crease a little bit that separated me from other people for sure right yeah I, sure. Think, I think a lot of people want to sit down and do what you're doing right now and do what jp's doing but yeah. they don't want to do the other stuff that y'all were doing you know the research and the having sure. to stalk, but basically stalk people <laughs> <laughs> sit there all day to get the information that you need well, that and then, I mean, JP, you're probably like, I, I was just a radio grunt, like doing overnight board ops and, and, and producing stuff and did, just like saying yes to everything. And like, so I had to do all that. And that's just part of it. Totally. I came up the blog side of it and, oh, cool. and kind of fell into the radio side Good of it. But like, I mean, the amount of just gibberish blogs I had to turn out at midnight to feed the content beast. You know right. what I mean? Like you got to. You got to kind of fight your way up one way or another. For sure. Um, one of the best things you do is kind of the generic football coach talking <laughs> thing. And so I, if, if you're cool with it, I was going to give you a scenario, and you just give me the football coach speak answer. Okay, football coach speak as if he's talking to the media or football coach speak as if he's talking to his team? Let's do one of each. All right. All one right. of each. This is, this is to the media. <laughs> Try it. Generic football coach speak from Joey Molinaro sure. here. Um, you've got a team that has missed the playoffs two years in a row, and now you're about to hand it over to a fifth-round rookie quarterback. Mm. The media asks, Coach, do you really believe in this guy, or are you going to go after somebody else in free agency? Absolutely we do. You know, we, wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't bring in anybody in the building that we didn't believe in. And we were on him from early on and, and liked what he brought and felt like he was a good fit. And obviously, you know, he's been working really hard in the building. You know, one of the first guys in, last guys out, and um, really working hand-in-hand hand with, uh, you know, with JP, who unfortunately went down. But he's been working hand-in-hand hand with him um, and just showing that he can be the guy and, and, and winning over his teammates. And um, we, we, we're, we're excited about him, and uh, we, we, we really believe in him a whole lot. All right, and now all the stuttering, all the he's just, just fighting his just way through it. Coach speak, one hundred and one, <laughs> right there. And, and, and now let's hear the, the the pep talk for the team week one, starting a fifth round quarterback when they're desperate to make the playoffs. Gentlemen, now is the time when you look at yourself and you question what's within. You question what you're made of. You question whether or not on that last shot that's being ordered, this is my coach who would be, this is what he would be saying. <laughs> when you're out at the bar with the boys and they ask for one more round of tequila shots, are you going to tuck your tail between your legs and give up and go home? This is what that moment is right now, gentlemen. The shots have been ordered. The waitress is on her way with the round of tequila shots. And our waitress is a fifth-round pick. And Zach Taylor. <laughs> and we trust in him, and we believe in him, and we're going to down that shot, and we're going to go kick some ass. 
love it. I love it. I would rather hear that right there, what he just said, <laughs> than the other stuff that he said. What do you, what do you make of like the industrial media machine that surrounds pro football? Like, like just this circus, right? It is, and it's amazing. I mean, it, it's it's overwhelming. It, you you kind of scratch your head about it, but also I love it. I love it so much. I mean, I my job, I wouldn't be able to keep a roof you know this is my job my job is to be able to come and hop on stations like this with you guys and do a bunch of silly bits and um you know have fun with it uh and so for me for the guys who like to have fun with it it's incredible right because so often and so many times we have the nitty-gritty x's and o's and there's a place for that and rightfully so um but at the same time this circus kind of really uh lends itself to what I do, I think. So I love it. What was kind of your moment where you, like, popped? Like, was there one viral thing that, that kind of brought you to where you were working for Barstool and now I have, like, eight employers and you're with Underdog and running your own podcast and everything? Yeah, the, the one that – it was little by little, and then there was one that definitely – broke the seal if you will um and that was <laughs> talking about ripping shots yeah uh-huh. yep. Kilroy's last night exactly will be tonight too um yeah it was definitely Nick Saban Thanksgiving 2019 um just like a 15 second clip I put out there and I was like yeah you know I'd never done a Nick Saban before it wasn't some you know crazy production it was just me in my kitchen in my apartment and uh I ripped it and put it out there the day before Thanksgiving and then like at that time, I think I had like 1,100 followers, and then after Thanksgiving Day of, you know, the, yeah, the next day, I think it was up to like 15,000. And wow. so just like in that short amount of time, you know, and that video got a ton of play. Uh, so that was the one that really went from Joey's done some Andrew Luck. I've done Joey's done some. He's that guy works at the Fan in Indy, okay? And that was like, oh, okay, I've seen that guy. So that was the one. Yeah, I mean, I remember. I, it's like you became this cottage industry kind of watching as it all would unfold and there's a number of like impressions you would make and it was just it was cool and it was always funny and and i loved when you would do kind of like making fun of sports media because (laughs) dude if you can't laugh about the absurdities of it and i I mean in dc right we're in dc yeah there's zero chance lamar jackson is coming to the commanders sure but that doesn't prevent plenty of people for discussing it for an hour every you know what day I mean? and it's like yeah, it's let's get like, the photo photoshop jersey swap let's get it going totally yeah totally do, do you when you do impressions of people do you, any of them ever get upset no i no not yet and some and, people and take themselves too damn serious that's all I'm saying. exactly exactly yeah. sorry i had to take a drink of water there um but like I, I told a few people here today you know they like I don't do it from a mean place, right? Like, I'm not ripping on them or, like, trying to take it too personal. You know, for example, like, my one of my buddies, Marcus Bailey, who plays for the uh, Bengals, he, last year at the Super Bowl, during Super Bowl week, went to talk to Chris Collinsworth uh, after practice. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, hey, Chris, uh, you know my guy Joey? Like, what, what do you think of Joey? And Collinsworth said to him, you know, the thing I love about Joey is he just – he doesn't make it personal. He's never mean-spirited when he does an impression. And I was like, yeah, exactly, right? Like, mm-hmm. thank you, you know? So I think that's where it comes from is uh, I think people can realize that, and not only in the impression itself, but then uh, what 
the content of the sketch is, you know. So it's never out of the mean-spirited. And, and honestly, like with Cowherd, too, you know, I, he, like, takes it as a badge of honor. And I'm like, yeah, you should because I listen to your show every day for five years. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. that, that's why I can do it, you know. Cowherd used to be on in D.C., and he's incredibly talented at what he does. Yeah. I mean, incredibly talented. Sure. And I remember there was no – program uh, and he may still be on in dc forgive me if i don't know because there's been a lot of like movement but um there was no radio that i ever found myself listening to that half the time i wanted to like punch the steering (laughs) you know what i mean and and i think back to the the howard stern the private parts movie where they talk about you know the people that love them listen for two hours and the people that hate them listen for three hours sure and like that is a skill remember i told you that one time before people don't like you people that don't like you listen to you the whole show People that like you already agree with you, so they don't have to listen. People that's trying to figure it out, they may listen halfway. But the ones that don't like you, they are not turning it off. That's a good point. Um, last one, because I, I know you got stuff to do. You got the Miami Dolphins asking you to come join them. So you're, you're a busy man. <laughs> I think I have to ask them, actually. So, but anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Miami. Um, you do a great Romo. Can, can you give me a Romo calling a week one Commanders game with with – all the desperation going on in Washington to, to start the year off right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is a very specific picture I've painted. I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. just being like, oh, this place is not rocking, Jim. You see, Ron Rivera, oh, well, mm. Does he, uh, he, so they were they really wanted Lamar Jackson, right? And Lamar Jackson, they, they, they didn't bring him. Because uh, mm, Dan Schneider, he wants to. Uh, we also saw Sean Taylor thing. You know, I don't. I that's one he wants to have back, Jim. <laughs> that's essentially what it would be. It's just Tony just rambling about nonsense and not even making a complete sentence, really. So. <laughs> Dude, thank you. That was uh, that was hysterical. Um, I know you're, you're busy. I know you got a lot going on. B and I often talk about Tony Romo after games, and um, it's remarkable how every play can be the most important in a game. Yep, it, it's uh-huh. it, it's a remarkable feat. Most oh, important, yeah. most impressive. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, you know he's. That's what happens when you know. From what they say, uh, the reports are saying that uh, you know he's on the golf course two hours before kickoff, and then he hops in the booth. But who wouldn't be? Right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Steve Spurrier coached in Washington for two years. He phoned in his resignation from the golf course. So oh, yeah. he was hard on me. Wouldn't expect anything less. No. Uh, Joey, thank you for the time, dude. Really Thanks so much, it. man. Appreciate right, you guys. We're, we're coming back. Mock draft Wednesday. Don't go anywhere. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.